All right, welcome to the Partner Profits podcast episode today. We're going to be talking about thinking strategies, how to think differently to get different outcomes and different results. So I'm going to walk you through how you can do this and apply it to simple ways in your life that have massive exponential returns when applied to all areas of your life. So if that sounds interesting to you, then stick around. We're going to get right into it. Welcome, everyone, to the Partner Up Profits podcast. I'm your host, Joey Viancourt, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influence or partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than 100 million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset, and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. Get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. First off, though, for those of you new to the channel or new to the podcast, usually we talk about partnership marketing strategies. And what I try to also do, though, is talk about things related to thinking so that you can think better partnership marketing strategies and apply that to your business or any area of your business if you're not here just for partnership marketing strategies. So that is one of my passions, helping people overcome apathy, helping people think differently and apply that and become more successful and have better outcomes. Okay, so today we're going to cover something called Socks and Inbox. Now, this was going to be its own podcast. I was thinking, what a great name for a productivity podcast. And I was joking with my wife, it should be Socks and Inbox, because how many people try to find socks and they can't find them in the sock drawer, they can't find the matching sock, and how many people can't get to the bottom of that darn inbox? It's always there. It's always taunting you. And I'm like, Socks and Inbox, what a great podcast. Podcast ain't going to happen. We're going to do a three-part mini-series on it, though, because I thought that it was still worthwhile of a mini-series based on thinking and strategy planning. So the f- three things we're going to cover today, challenging your basic assumptions for maximum returns and three common misconceptions that go along with that. Number two, thinking original thoughts. Yes, thinking original thoughts is a very hard thing to do in this world of social media and being bombarded with everyone else's thoughts. So let's put a stop to that and we'll cover that. Number three, a thinking time process and daily power questions to continue to keep you consistent with your new thinking strategies and thinking patterns. And there's a great book I'm going to let you know. I've read it a few times and it's always my go-to. It's uh, The Road Less Stupid by Keith J. Cunningham. So this is what inspired this whole podcast episode and inspired really how I think about things and how I approach life and how I apply the same thinking strategy and lens to every single thing that I do within a day. And then stick around to the end because I'm going to give you a powerful checklist that you can actually apply to your business. Um, It's a framework and you can just go ahead and plug in things that mean something to you based on your own situation. So if you're watching this, don't forget to hit smash the like button, subscribe. And if you're listening again, don't forget to hit subscribe and share with anybody that may or may not get value out of this. Okay. Just appreciate the love and appreciate you. So let's first start with challenging basic assumptions. Okay. Socks and inbox and the systems of challenging assumptions. Simple things we should have changed a long time ago. This might sound like a really boring topic. Who the heck cares about socks and who the heck cares about an inbox? Well, if you're in business, maybe you do care about inbox. But as you know, if you've been here for a while, your inbox is like the noisiest thing that you want to get rid of. (laughs) And it's constantly showing you 8,000 missed messages, 8,000 or 8,005. And you're constantly looking at that going, am I a failure because I'm not getting through this? Or you just give up completely and maybe miss some opportunities. So the reason why I'm starting with something simple is that you could potentially change this within a week, maybe within a day. Um, For me, it was the fact that I never had socks in my drawer or I didn't have matching socks. And again, this is like, I've done so many things to level up in business 
and I've spent so much money on high ticket programs and, and services to up level my skills. And I never batted an eye at those things. However, I would I, I didn't want to commit 50 bucks to replacing all my sock drawer uh, for maybe all the same white socks with no patterns so that I never have that issue again. <laughs> right. It's it's so stupid when you think about it in terms of why didn't I consider that, you know, five years ago or why did I never consider that? Um, $50 to change your life where you're not sitting there looking at your sock drawer in the morning for five minutes thinking, why didn't I do laundry last night or why can't I just get socks that match? Okay. So think about that and think about other areas of your life that you're kind of playing your little games. What little games maybe are you playing that if you were to stop playing it, you get more productive, more use of your time, more happiness back, and you could outsource it, delegate it, or just not do it anymore. Okay. Inbox is number two in my life that I never thought I'd be able to get to the bottom of. And, you know, again, to some people's point, who cares? I don't look at my inbox. I have somebody look at it for me or inbox isn't important. I think psychologically it plays at you. And number two, you should be entertaining your inbox if you're looking for opportunities, for the most part, if you're an operator in a company, et cetera. So the faster you can get control over that, the faster you can start making gains in your productivity and your overall sense of accomplishment. So I took a quick course. It was called something like Inbox Zero. It taught me how to manage my inbox. And within probably a couple hours, I was down to under 50 messages and I consistently check it daily where it never goes above 50. And I've got things in there that are important. I don't label my emails anymore. I don't folder them for maybe I'm going to look at them again one day because all that became really clear to me that it was just things that I shouldn't be doing. I keep what's in front of me. I snooze things or I archive it. And if I need to search for it, I can always find it. But that was one simple little shift that I applied that saved me masses, massive hours and massive amounts of time over the course of compounding in my life. So again, socks and inbox might be a cute little term that I came up with um, and maybe a podcast title, but those are little strategies and little things I think we've all dealt with that when you apply that same strategic thinking about other areas of your life, whether it's an oil change for your car that you like to do because you think you get value out of it, but then if you associate your actually hourly rate or your profit rate that you put per your hour, are you actually benefiting from that oil change? So I'm constantly looking at things in my life and, and filtering them and saying, should I be doing that? And maybe in another episode, we'll talk about all those things. But I would say, get control of your sock drawer, get control of your inbox. Those two little things will change your life. And I remember hearing a TED talk, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he was like, you know, uh, either a Navy SEAL or a retired army guy. And he talked about making your bed first thing in the morning and how you start with a win and how that little profound thing that isn't really that profound, um, I started doing it and I started feeling accomplished and I came back and my bed was made. So those little things add up, but it's not just the little things, it's the strategic thinking and how compounds all things in your life. So action point is make a list over the next seven days of three to four things you observe in your life and you should consider rethinking with the analogy back to socks and inbox, okay? Before we get into the episode, make sure to visit PartnerUpProfits.com to get access to my library of systems, tools, templates, and courses to help you and your teams level up in affiliate and influencer marketing strategies. The Bootstrapper's Guide to Influencer Marketing is the go-to resource for making sense of how to profitably start, build, and scale an influencer marketing program, and it's got over two hours of free video lessons along with the resource guide. And I'm constantly adding new things to make your life easier with plug-and-play tools and templates, and it doesn't stop at influencer marketing. So if you like done-for-you systems and free stuff, then be sure to go to partnerupprofits.com and join the community today. Number two, thinking original thoughts, okay? 
living through other people's lenses, including like validating your thoughts or justifying it based on someone else's quote or someone else's idea or philosophy, when you do that, that is the death of original ideas and finding your own solutions and your own happiness through the process, okay? So living through other people's lenses and validating your own ideas through those lenses is the death of original thinking. Being in a, I've been in meetings where it's like there's a battle of quotes. It's like Richard Branson quoted this and I'm going to back my idea with that. And I get the reasons why people do that because some people value that where I'm a bit of the opposite. I want to hear just what your opinion is. What's your thought? I don't need to hear why you justified that or why you validated that. So again, I think there's a place for both. There are some benefits, of course, from listening to quotes from successful people being motivated by that. But I don't want everyone, including myself, to be swayed by everyone else's thoughts because then how do we ever develop original ideas for ourselves? And I'm a big fan of Game of Thrones. Those of you who have ever watched it, it's not a spoiler alert, but uh, Tyrion Lannister says in that, he said, a wise man once said, a true history of the world is a history of great conversations in an elegant room. And the girl in the room, Masande, said, well, who said that? And Tyrion Lannister said, me, just now. And I thought it was so eloquently put, meaning it doesn't have to be someone else's quote to validate the point that is my idea. Okay, so I just think that Start thinking your own ideas <laughs> as much as you can. And maybe that's just turning off social media. Maybe that's stop quoting every single thing to validate your idea. And you can still be inspired by other ideas. But I think that's one thing that you could shift and start applying to your life. And other th areas, here's a couple other misconceptions or just taken for granted statements that people start to live their life by. Okay, so how you do anything is how you do everything. Is that true though? Like maybe I like to speed in my car sometimes, but in business, I actually go slow and I'm disciplined in my practice. So I, I don't like those blanket generalized statements. Um, and I don't like hearing them for the most part. And I think that, again, those are philosophies that become quotes that get um, propagated by mass media and, and people that kind of tie onto this idea. The other thing was like, you have to wake up at 5 a.m. to be successful, right? Everyone swears by the 5 a.m. club. Well, great. But my point is, have original thoughts. Do you actually enjoy waking up at 5 a.m.? Maybe you do. Great. And I get that you have to do uncomfortable things to potentially you know, achieve a different result. So, there might be a point where you need to stretch. But what it came down for me was that I want to love every day of my life. I want to be uh, there for my family. I define my core values, what means the most to me. And from there, then I start to decide, is the 5 a.m. club for me or not? Can I still be successful even if I'm not part of the 5 a.m. club? So I don't want to judge other people for being part of these clubs or following along with some advice that they just accept. But I also want you to challenge yourself and say, is the 5 a.m. just this cute thing that I should be doing because I heard you know somebody famous does it? Or do I actually enjoy waking up at 5 a.m.? Once you start to look at it from that perspective, you start to get a fresh perspective and actually be honest and true with yourself. For me, I hated getting up at 5 a.m. I was tired in the afternoon. I wasn't productive. My brain didn't operate. I wasn't able to be there for my family. So I stopped waking up at 5 a.m. And at first I felt like a bit of a disappointment to myself. How come I can't do this? All the successful people do this. But then I realized that I'm just on a different wavelength when it comes to my timing of my work. Right now, I wake up at 7 a.m., I get to spend two hours with my children before they go off to, to daycare or for the day. 
And then at 4.30, it's 4.30 to 8.30. I get to spend time with my kids again, my family time. And I love that. And then in the evening when it's quiet, I get to work or not work, depending on what's going on. But I don't want to just define my life based on someone else's parameters. So have some original thinking. And <laughs> again, you need to objectively view and analyze things based on your lens and decide for yourself. So the action step for this week, think about one thing that you just blindly accepted and applied to your life that you're not getting value from. And that doesn't have to be as simple as a 5 a.m. club, but it could be anything. It could be a workout. It could be a diet that you started following and start thinking, how do I feel on this diet or how I eat when I feel eating these foods? Um, or how do I feel when I wake up at 5 a.m.? Or how do I, you know, just be honest and make that assessment for yourself. And I guarantee there's probably one thing in your life that's not in alignment with where you actually want to be. Number three is a thinking time process. This changed the game for me. Everybody thinks, right? But what's your thinking pattern? Have you developed the time to actually sit with thoughts? And there's seasons of the year that brought me to this. So again, it's based on Keith Cunningham's book. I highly recommend it. I can have some links here. I don't care if you buy it from my links or anyone else's, but it's The Road Less Stupid. And beyond just being a really great read, it has a lot of powerful prompting questions that you can adopt in your life. And it, it starts to sh shape shift on how you take those questions and apply them to your life and your unique situations. But for me, I, I used to just you know think one time a year when it came to the annual planning. What am I going to do next year? I have to strategize. I have to build different objectives to the point that I don't do this as often as I should anymore. But every Friday, I started to do thinking times. Okay, It wasn't a seasonal thing. It was every week, I'm going to dedicate an hour. I scheduled it in. I would sit down. It was from three o'clock to four o'clock on a Friday afternoon when all the work was done. And it would be without a digital device. So I wasn't distracted by pop-ups or anything happening that would take me away from my thinking time. I would have a blank piece of paper and a pen. I'd go back the old school way of like note-taking. Okay. So for me though, just if this is when the time you're listening, whether it's quarter four, the end of the year, et cetera. But for me, Q4 is a time of self-reflection and challenging my assumptions to clear the slate before I make assumptions coming up on the next year. And seasons, seasons change throughout the year, but thinking time should be your weekly thing. So take 60 minutes, sit down with a pad and paper, start with just one question, okay? And try to prioritize that question based on the highest impact, okay? It shouldn't be, what should I have for supper tomorrow night? But it should be like, what have I been assuming of my business that I thought it would have an outcome that hasn't had that outcome. And why do I hold on to that practice or that discipline or trying to make it work? Make it a philosophical, open-ended question that allows you room to breathe, room to be vulnerable with yourself. Write down different outcomes, strategies that come forth from your psyche, your brain, however you want to connect that. But don't be swayed by social media, quotes, validating other thoughts, or even your own thinking. Leave it open-ended. Let your freehand write, provided that we can all still do some calligraphy and write some text with a pad and paper. If not, if you totally need a digital device, go for it. But the action step here is to schedule in the next upcoming week. Schedule, like start with 15 minutes if that's all you can afford. But ultimately, you need about 30 to 60 minutes to like sit with yourself, um, get bored, be bored, stare out into the abyss, look into the sky, let the clouds you know, create this alpha wave as you see them rolling through or the waves if you're looking over the water, but listen to the birds, listen to nature, get outside. I, I wouldn't do it inside if you can, or if you do it inside, get into a quiet room where you have no distractions. And this 
a singular hour could add so much benefit to your life over time as you continue to practice it. And you're doing this without noise, which is the key to this exercise. So action step for you is in the next week, schedule at least 15 minutes at most those 60 minutes and bring a pad of paper, one question, open-ended and recap, challenge your assumptions, think original thoughts, get clarity by scheduling regular thinking time sessions. And also get the book, The Road Less Stupid, read that. I read it as an inspirational resource when I'm feeling a bit stuck. So sometimes I need that extra boost. I need that conversation in my head, whether that's a podcast or another person's ideas, even though I said not to use other person's ideas. I like frameworks. I like the system. I like the system of thinking that he strategizes on. And whether it's Keith Cunningham's book or someone else's book, I think a thinking time is crucial. And in the next episode of Socks and Inbox, we're actually going to go through the thinking strategy. I've got uh, a done-for-you template that you can print off. I'm going to walk through that exactly how I've used it and how some of those outcomes have been some of the biggest ones and most transformative in my life and business. So I hope you got out of this something other than just organizing your socks drawer and your inbox. But ultimately, those two things can also be game changers for you. Um, and we're going to get into so much more in the next episode of Socks and Inbox. And in part three, we're going to get into even deeper things on thinking strategies. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you on the next one. That's all we've got for this Partner Up Profits podcast episode. As always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerupprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.